Hi everyone, welcome to Voice of Philippines podcast and we're coming in live from Token 2049 Singapore. Uh, we have a really interesting guest from Gemini with us, the CEO of uh, Gemini, uh, Mr. Prabhujit Tibana. Hi sir, it's really great to have you on our show today. How are you doing? Thank you for having me and I'm doing very well. Hope you're having a great conference. Uh, we are and hope you're having a great conference too. It's phenomenal to be always be here and enjoy the vibe and energy we should have here in Singapore. Absolutely. So as the CEO of Gemini Asia Pacific uh, region, you have a unique uh, vantage point on the global cryptocurrency uh, landscape. What recent trends have uh, sort of caught your attention and how do you see them shaping the future of this industry? Yeah. Um, crypto and Web3 in general is a very transformative change and it takes a long period of time before it becomes established as a mainstream. If you even look at the evolution of internet, right, like when it started or e-commerce when it started in the 90s, it went through the same cycle of right, like initial hype and then there was a dot-com burst and then what the point is that, right, like the same as any transformative change, that's the point which crypto and Web3 is going on right now. The first and foremost thing is the technology maturity. Um, speculation probably became a product faster than uh, the technology was matured. So we'll see lots and lots of investments from uh, companies, especially like Gemini uh, in the area of right, like uh, security or fraud or uh, more transparency and uh, account management and all those kind of things. I think next one or two years will be very intense on making the technology go to the place where it should be. The second thing is right, like as the speculation hype becomes a little less and the technology starts to mature. The other important thing is we will start seeing more and more pragmatic use cases come. Like the core reason why Web3 came into place because like decentralized internet, right? Uh, like what we are doing with uh, say Starbucks Odyssey for our NFTs in terms of rewards and referral program or the cross-border payments, like these kind of pragmatic use cases, you will see more and more come into picture. Uh, the third thing is, right, like, since it's a relatively a newer industry, right, like from traditional finance to decentralized finance, you'll find that the sensible and more thought through regulations across the world will start coming in, which is the right thing to happen. And as long as those are well thought and are uniform, you'll see more and more of those things. So I see these are the three main things which will happen in the next year or two as we evolve into the next stage of this journey. Absolutely, makes a lot of sense. Uh, despite the constant growth or evolution in the space that we have seen, uh, regulation continues to be a significant topic in the crypto world. And how do you envision the delicate balance between fostering uh, innovation and uh, ensuring consumer protection? And what uh, role do you think that exchanges like uh, Gemini can play in shaping that sort of the future? Yeah, I think it's not like a either or thing that like if you have to do innovation, you don't have to focus on the consumer protection in those. It's it's absolutely an end thing, right? Like we have to do both the things to be successful in um, uh, this industry, right? Like so, I do see, right? Like and this is the one of the main things which we are at Gemini also focusing, and I'm pretty sure like many of our uh, mature uh, competitors also are doing the same thing. Uh, where we are investing a lot in these fundamentals, right? Like, as I was saying, right? Like, one thing you have to look into is like, right? Like, blockchain itself, the promise of blockchain is very simple. It's a shared database, which has entries. And there is a peer-to-peer -peer network which validates those entries are valid or not, and it's encrypted, right? Uh, the problem comes in 
uh, especially when it comes to regulations and security aspects is like the identity of who is making those entries in, on the blockchain and what is their intent. These are the core things on which the industry and especially we are focusing a lot on figuring out, right, like, hey, is the person who is making this uh, thing is actually the, the genuine person. So our KYC mechanisms are, uh, we are using a lot of AI into that uh, and machine learning and large amount of data to figure out like the identity is the actual identity. And then the second is intent, right? Like um, our industry can, since there is a money flow involved, there can be problems varying from like money laundering and those kind of things. So but there is another area where in combination of this, when you put together with regulations, right? Like I think innovation as well as consumer safety will become the most important thing. Absolutely. So cryptocurrencies have sort of uh, evolved from a niche interest to now a mainstream phenomena. We still have a long way from cryptocurrencies uh, becoming a mainstream phenomena, but relatively. So uh, what factors in your opinion have contributed to this uh, sort of shift from cryptocurrencies being, let's say, only a techies uh, game ball and now to almost not everyone, but uh, at least people in the developing nations pivoting towards cryptocurrencies? Yeah, I think this uh, this is similar to what I was saying before, right? Like this is a transformative change. Like even if you see it web 1.0 or internet, it looks like almost takes almost like eight to 10 years before people start realizing what is the value out of this thing. I think crypto industry is going through the same phase. People are finding a lot of pragmatic use cases and understanding the web, what is wrong in the current set of internet or what are the deficiencies of web 2.0 and understanding that this decentralized finance and you controlling all your data um, to yourself and uh, not sending it to the intermediaries or central companies is really beneficial for them. So I think that learning always have a curve, like people look into the use cases, they learn, they understand the best learning is when people learn from themselves, right? Like, so that is the cycle which is going on. And as an industry, we also have been putting a lot of focus, like, right? Like if you look at Gemini, we have our own Cryptopedia to Gemini Trust Center, where we basically share all the information about how the funds are managed. So people are getting trust and safety is the reason why people will keep on coming more and more into crypto industry. Absolutely. So uh, with the growth of decentralized finance, uh, people are envisioning traditional finance to sort of get disrupted. How do you envision a future for both decentralized finance and traditional finance? Do you think that it will go hand in hand or will one take over another? How is it according to you? I see like, right, like decentralized finance, which is based out of blockchain and smart contracts and so on, right? Like, um, I don't see it as either versus all thing. I think decentralized finance is evolution of traditional finance. Like as uh, as uh, markets mature, as industries evolve, this is the next step, right? Like so, the use cases which you have in traditional finance, from like saving accounts to lending to payments, all those things are equally portable to uh, decentralized finance. But the way or the mechanism in which it is done in a decentralized finance, where there is no intermediaries. And it brings a lot of efficiency, a lot of cost down, a lot of global reach. Those are the things which people will find from decentralized finance. So it's basically a next step for traditional finance. Yeah. It's not like either or. Mm -hmm. they, they would have to go hand in hand or probably yes. from one to another. Yeah, in fullness of time means they will, I don't foresee that there will be much difference between traditional finance and uh, decentralized finance 
over the period of time, they will merge into the same scenarios. The good things which are there in traditional finance and the good things which are there in the decentralized finance, they will work together. Like decent, if you see traditional finance has built a lot of good trust and safety mechanisms, right, over the, over the centuries, right? Those things have to be ported over to decentralized finance in terms of trust and safety, but the use cases will still be the same. Absolutely. So I noticed that some of the keywords that we uh, that you particularly use were trust and safety, uh, which I really like. However, in the cryptocurrency space, uh, cyber crimes have been rampant and for consumers, uh, safety and security is still sort of a question mark for a lot of customers. So um, what protective measures do you believe that the industry needs to take and what sort of uh, potential measures are you at Gemini already taking to sort of ensure that cryptocurrency trading does not look like gambling? Yeah, yeah. See, security is the most important. We, we at Gemini have always taken the security first approach, right? Like security and compliance and trust and safety. Those are the kind of things which we have always taken pride in and will continue to invest more and more. I think in this case, um, cybersecurity, like uh, if you see, right, like the cybersecurity space has evolved even in Web 2.0 or Web 1.0, it takes time, right? Like this is this goes to the point which I was saying before that the technology hasn't matured enough. But if you see last year and probably the next year, there is so much investment in the industry in terms of like how do we do KYC, how do we manage your keys, how do we uh, do the compliance journey, all those the, all these things is something which we are um, investing in. In the end, security is hinged with transparency, right? The more we make transparent all the transactions which happen on the block blockchain or how the man funds are managed so our focus at gemini is to be as transparent as possible that's why if you see we have invested in things like gemini trust center we publish our kpis we publish our metrics we are we want to be as open and transparent as possible and we'll continue to do so absolutely uh, another uh, tricky arena so to say has been regulations and compliance and um, a lot of exchanges have sort of uh, been not receiving great response from regulators across the globe. Uh, so how how do you strike a balance between compliance regulations as well as user products? I think it's two-way street, right? Like, yes, we as uh, crypto companies have also need to focus a lot on the pragmatic use cases. Like, if we continue to push too much of, like, if the industry continues to push too much on the speculative aspects of it, like, it creates a lot of, like, uh, hype around it. And same way, regulators also have to start looking at from not from the perspective of what is being like, what are the products out there, but what do customer problems does Web3 and crypto solve? If they work backward from the problems to be solved, I think there will be a major intersection point where these things can be sorted out well. And it's not like that globally regulators are not involved, right? Like even in Singapore or in Europe, right? Like many places the right regulations have started to come in and there is a right set of discussions and regulations are also like an evolution right like the software and regulations they evolve over a period of time as you understand use cases the technology and so forward absolutely um lastly i would like to talk about education in this space and we know that education has to be the focal point for uh, demystifying the landscape of cryptocurrencies so um how are you at gemini ensuring that 
sort of that there there is more uh, educate education material out there and you're able to onboard more people into this space because ultimately that is the goal of mm -hmm. a lot of web3 entrepreneurs and organizations right yeah i think the the basic things around right like having the right content out or right videos around or conferences like token 2049 right like these do help in the education but i think the core thing which industry has to solve and which has started to happen is to focus on what problems does web3 and crypto solve not focus too much on what products we have to offer and why people should buy that once masses start understanding the deficiencies in web2.0 and what are the problems which can be solved by web3 it becomes easier for people to correlate it how it is solving them or helping them and that's the key right like and that's what we are also focusing on um going into right like here are the challenges like even if you take um payments or cross border payments or remittances right like there can be one way we say oh here is a product why don't we do that and another is we show that right like how intermediaries make it so expensive uh and so slow and mm -hmm. keep like lot of people who don't have access to banking outside of it right like so those are the kind of problems which we have to look at and work backward from them not right like here is a product why don't we use it absolutely do, do you have any final closing thoughts No, I'm in general very excited about what Web three brings. Uh, I highly believe in the core ethos of uh, Web three in the decentralized finance as well as de decentralized internet. I have worked many many years in cloud computing and internet and have seen firsthand like right like what are those deficiencies. And I'm very excited that Web three uh, provides us an ability to plug those holes. And I'm also excited about the ability to plug those holes in terms of maturing the technology right like i see my my role as bigger and bigger as a builder in this um and probably 3 5 years from now we will sit back and say that hey this journey does mean things and the technology has matured absolutely and so we hope thank you so much for talking with voice of crypto today it was a pleasure to interview with you thank you so much for having me